This is the Old Radio Show's podcast. Now from Hollywood, romance. first romance is often a song of tender feeling and charm, of new magic that once known can never quite come again. And young love can also be deep hurt and heartbreak that once known can never quite come again. Now with Vic Perrin as Bert, we bring you transcribed Kathleen Height's charming story, A Young Stranger. Funny thing about a kid brother. For a long time, he's just something you put up with. A tag along when he's real little, a pest as he gets older. And then one day, you look at him like it was for the first time, and you realize he's not just a kid anymore. He's a person, growing up. A young stranger with the same last name as yours. Hi, Pete. Well, what are you, deaf or unfriendly? Oh, hi, Bert. What's that you're doing? What's it look like? I'm polishing my shoes. For a hayride? No, not for a hayride. Hey, will you watch it? Watch what? Your jacket. You hung it right over the shirt Mom just ironed. Oh, sorry. You know about the hayride, don't you? I ran into Mary in the drugstore. She said your whole crowd was going out to Randall's farm tonight for a hayride and a barn dance. She's a sweetie, that Mary. I don't know what she sees in you, but You she... want to lay off. What's eating you? I said your girl was a sweetie. Just lay off, that's all. Okay. Sure. Uh, Bert. Yeah? You didn't forget... About me having the card tonight, I mean. I didn't forget. Somebody get the phone. I'll get it, Mom. I'll get it. I guess you will at that. Hello? Uh, this is Pete. Oh. Oh, hello. No, that's all right. Wait a minute, will you? It's for me. Okay, it's for you. Yeah, well, it's a personal call. Oh, sure. Hello. No, no, it's just my brother. It's all right, I can talk now. Who was that on the phone? Hmm? For Pete. Hope he doesn't talk too long. Dinner's almost ready. What kind of a day did you have, dear? Hmm? Oh, all right. Something wrong? No, no, everything's fine. It's pretty lonely without Jane, isn't it? Yeah, sure it is. Mm -hmm. She'll be back Tuesday or Wednesday, though. Where's he going tonight? Do you know? See? Mm-hmm. Well, I don't really know. He hasn't said. Someplace with Mary, I imagine. Bring the plates over, will you, Bert? Sure. 
acting sort of strange, don't you think? How strange? I don't know. Shining his shoes, taking such care about the way he looked. <laughs> he was a long time getting to this point. For heaven's sakes, don't say anything to spoil it. Yes, you're right. Only he doesn't talk much. Doesn't let you in on anything anymore. Well, he's 18, Bert. So he's 18. What does that prove? I don't see what I'm that has to... Mom. Without your dinner? Well, I'll grab a sandwich or something. I'm, I'm in a hurry. Well, all right, dear. All right, don't... nothing. What's the rush? The keys in the car? Yeah, but you can't... See you later, Mom. Well, don't be too late, Pete. You don't think that's strange? Let's sit down, Bert. Our dinner will get cold. Well, you don't know where he's going. He doesn't answer questions. He doesn't even stop in for meals anymore. And you don't think he's acting strange? I told you, Bert, he's 18. Now, just try to think back and remember what it was like. Families get in the way when you're 18. The spirit of independence burns bright. Sometimes it burns you with it. But, well, most of us live through it. You did. I never acted the way he does. I never dared leave this house without telling you and Dad exactly where I was going and who with. <laughs> You've forgotten, Bert. Mm -hmm. Now, Pete's very much like you, except that he doesn't have a father. And he needs one, just as you did. I can't be his father. I can't either, Bert. But I can be his mother. And you can be his brother. We didn't eat much, either of us. After dinner, Mom and a couple of friends went downtown to a movie. I kicked around the house a while. Finally, I walked downtown myself. I didn't even know how to think about Pete. I couldn't remember. I honestly couldn't remember what it was like about being 18. And I sure didn't know the first thing about being a brother. That's the silliest question I ever had asked. I'm not kidding, Burley. I'm not either. Run a drugstore as long as I have, and you get a lot of questions, Bert. I never had one like that. How do you be a brother? Yeah. Guess it is silly. You really worried about him? Worried or something close to it? I don't know. Maybe I never did know him. But I sure don't know him now. You know what I mean? Tonight, I have walked into his room. When he straightened up, I see he's as big as I am. Broad and big. Healthy, growing boy. I don't know how to get to him. I don't know how to make him talk to me. How do you do that, Burley? <laughs> you got me. But you see him every day. The other kids seem to like him. Is he a good guy? Bert, I haven't seen much of Pete lately. He used to come in right after school with the rest of the kids. The last three weeks, I guess, I haven't seen him once. Well, where does he go? Now, don't you think, if you have to know, you better ask Pete that? Yeah. I guess I better. Thanks, Burley. Take it easy, Bert. Mary. Why, hello, Bert. Well, what happened to the hayride? I decided not to go. I just didn't feel like it, so I didn't go. That's too bad. I'm sorry. Oh, it's all right. I could have gone and everything, but, well, you know, sometimes you just don't feel like like a hayride. Sure, I know. Mary, could I talk to you a minute? Oh, gee, I'd like to, Bert, but the folks are waiting out in the car. I just came in to buy some notebook paper. I could walk you home, Mary. Let me tell your folks to go on. Oh, I wouldn't do that. I mean... 
I'd better go on home with them. Is Pete in trouble, Mary? I don't know what you mean. You don't see much of him anymore, do you? Well, well golly, Bert, sure I see him. I mean, at school and How everything. How long since you've had a date with him? Honestly, Bert, I wish you'd... I've really got to hurry now. The folks are waiting. Yeah. Yeah, you run along, honey. I'm sorry. I really wish I could help. Just tell me one thing. Do you think I can help? I don't think Pete wants any help. I went on home. I felt like a fool asking questions around about my own brother. And I felt guilty because I didn't know the answers on my own. Because maybe if I'd been a brother all along, Pete would have come to me himself. I wished Jane were in town. She could set me straight. Long after Mom went to bed, I stayed up reading and thinking. Everything was quiet until about two in the morning. I heard a car pull up in front of the house, car door slam, and then nothing. I walked out onto the front porch. That's you, Pete? Go on, Pete. Okay, okay. Only keep your voice. I don't need anybody telling me anything. Of course you don't. As long as I'm here anyway, why don't we go inside? Leave me alone. I can take care of myself. Go on, Bert. You go on. Come on. I'll stay right here on the nice grass. Right here on the Hey, nice you can't grass. sleep here. Now, come on. Come oh, on. Bert. Come on, now. Uh, we'll go inside and you can do some real sleeping. I don't feel too good. You'll feel better. That's bad stuff. Must have been bad stuff, sure, Bert. Pete, sure, Oh, me, huh? Agree with it, and then he'll come along. Keep him quiet. I don't need you, you know. I don't feel too good, but I can handle myself just fine. So out of my way, old brother. Out of my way. Out of my way. I don't need you to take care of me. Crazy kid. Hey. Huh? As long as you're out here, you want to take me home? We will return to romance and our story, A Young Stranger, in just a moment. Millions of Americans at one time or another find themselves in a city hospital for help and treatment. CBS Radio's City Hospital turns a realistic spotlight on the mechanics of illness and the human elements behind many an unsung but spectacular cure. Hear City Hospital every Saturday, daytime, on most of these stations. And now for the second act of A Young Stranger, as we return to Romance. in the car. I couldn't see her. I didn't have to. 
Helen Milbank's voice was a town legend. Low, husky, inviting. I knew Helen all right. I guess every guy in town knew her well. She was seated behind the wheel. I got in beside her. You can drive if you want to. He couldn't. Go ahead. Okay. I guess you're surprised, huh, Bert? I guess I am. <laughs> I didn't know what else to do except drive him home. You saw what shape he was in. I couldn't very well let him drive. What do you want me to do? Thank you. Look, this isn't very pleasant for me, you know. Under the circumstances, it's... Well, it's humiliating. Oh, Helen, take it easy. You haven't been humiliated in years. Well, honestly, Bert, I don't think I deserve talk like that. You tell me what kind of talk you deserve. I don't think I have to tell you anything about me. We're not strangers, Bert. You haven't forgotten any of it. Helen, he's 18 years old. He's no child. Why, Pete? Did you run out of guys your own age? I don't know. Maybe you have forgotten. I want to know, Helen, why Pete? He's cute. And honey, let's understand each other. I didn't exactly make the first move. He's just a kid. He wouldn't know how to make a move, first or last. Listen to the man. Guy. You're at least six years older than Pete. In a lot of ways, you're old enough to be his mother. I guess that's the nicest thing you ever said to me, Bert. Okay, okay. I should have known better than to try to talk to you. You know, you're growing up to be quite a stuffed shirt. And a few years ago, you... You had a lot of promise. Want to know something? I've still got a lot of promise. It doesn't show. It could. Talk, talk, talk. Stop the car, Helen. Why? You want to get out and walk? Just stop the car. Well, Bert, you amaze me. No, I don't. Pretty funny. Mm -hmm. He'll probably kill you. He's strong, Bert. Young and big and strong. You won't kill me. Forget about him. Sure. Sure, I'll forget. But he won't. He, he wants to marry me. It was a long night, what was left of it. When it was over, I was beginning to remember a lot about being 18. Of course Pete wanted to marry her. Of course he did. Maybe we could talk now. Man-to-man -man talk. Anyway, for the first time in a long time, we had something to talk about. Honestly, Bert... Coming home after daylight, I thought you had better sense. That's enough, Mom. What do you mean, it's enough? I have a right to an opinion, you know. <laughs> I mean the coffee. It's oh. enough coffee. Oh. All right, then. Pete's not up? Not now. He's been up? Mm, off and on all night. I think he ate something last night that didn't agree with him. People do it all the time. <laughs> you look terrible. 
You really look terrible, and I haven't a speck of sympathy for you. I'll tell you about it. Sometime, maybe. Now, you listen to me, Bert. I'm just as interested and concerned about my sons as any mother anywhere. I know that. Be quiet. Now, I'm not the kind to pry and bother with questions. You and Pete, too, learned what values you have right here in this house. I trust you. I trust both of you. And I know when either of you want me to know what's going on, you'll tell me. You're all right. You know that? I know it. Better than anyone. Oh, now, go along, Bert. Pete? Pete? I'll be there. I thought you meant it. Well, I had, I had another chance to go out. Make up your mind. Don't be silly, Bert. You'll do just fine. I just wanted to be sure I wasn't left high and dry tonight, that's all. I'll be there. Around eight. I'll be waiting. Trying to find the energy to get up. I figured we might as well get it over with. Oh, how do you feel? I feel okay. Come on, let's have it. What do you want? The whole thing. About how I ought to know better. How I shouldn't drink. How I don't know how, all that. I don't think it's very bright, but that's up to you. Is that all you're going to say about it? Best I can do right now. Oh, I guess I better roll out of here and get a shower. What time is it? Oh, about five, I guess. You're a good thing it's Saturday. I'd have lost my job. Bert. Hmm? What happened last night? Oh. Blank out, did you? After I came in the house, what did you do? What happened to... Well, how'd she get home? Who, Helen? Yeah. Yeah, her. Well, why don't you call her by name? What's the matter? Are you ashamed of her? I'm not ashamed of anything. I took her home. Okay. Okay, thanks. Do you think... I mean, she wasn't mad at me, was she? I've been calling her ever since I got up. That gal she lives with, she keeps saying she isn't there. Doesn't know when she'll be there. Why don't you just leave it like that? Hmm? You, you mean quit calling? Quit calling. For good. Oh, no, no. You don't know, Bird. She's... Well, I, I, I've got to see her. You know about Helen, Pete. You know what kind of a Don't girl... say that. Don't say anything about her, ever. Pete. I mean it, Bert. I'm in love with her. I was remembering about being 18. I was remembering a lot. The sharp guard that was up to hide the turmoil inside. The way you could get hurt when you dropped the guard. I didn't know yet if I was right about Pete. 
I didn't know him well enough. But I was dead right about Helen. I got to her apartment that night before Pete did. I went into the kitchen before she let him in. I figured I had to listen. Is it because of last night? Is that why you won't go out with me tonight? Last night? Who remembers last night? I guess I should have told you. I don't know how to drink, Helen. I never had anything except just a taste to last night. That doesn't matter, does it? I mean, you don't care whether I drink or not. I don't care. Honest, I don't care whether you drink or not. Well, and what is it? What's wrong? You look just like a little boy. Don't say that. But you do. Just like a nice little boy. Why don't you be one and run along now? Helen, I don't know. It's, everything's different. You know I'm not a little boy. You know that. Hmm, you're acting like one. Oh, Pete, honey, look, these things happen. Don't, don't make a big thing. We had fun. Brand new fun together. You, you never talked like this before. We talked about getting married and, and leaving town, and I was going to take care of you. Don't you know that was part of the fun? You, you meant it, Helen. You had to mean it like I did. Don't go on and on and on and on. You look like you're going to cry, and I just can't handle tears. You don't, don't mean any of this. Wait. You don't. You don't. Stop shaking me, Will Pete. You... Leave her alone, Pete. Bert. You? Why, you dirty... No, now, Pete, listen. It isn't me. It's any guy. Any you guy at all. You dirty bum, you dirty rotten bum. You... Yeah. Take him home now. That was a month ago. A month of long silences and looks that meant a lot more than words. And nobody knowing who was right or how to fix it up. And then this morning at breakfast, That's a surprise. Didn't one of you boys know that Milbank girl? Who? Helen Milbank. Well, what about her? Says here in the paper that Mrs. Eustace has named her correspondent in her divorce case. Huh. Hey, Bert. Yeah? You ought to come down to the gym after work tonight. They're having tryouts for the boxing team. Romance is produced and directed by Norman MacDonald with editorial supervision by Hep Mannheim. You have heard A Young Stranger, specially written for romance by Kathleen Height, starring Vic Perrin as Bert with Sam Edwards as Pete and Lynn Allen as Helen. Featured in the cast were Eleanor Tannen, Anne Morrison, and Richard Deacon. This is Hugh Douglas inviting you to hear Romance, transcribed next week at the same time. Tonight on CBS Radio's Gunsmoke, don't miss Matt Dillon's exciting battle with bank robbers who escape with a helpless hostage. 
And here's another reminder. Gunsmoke now comes to you twice every Saturday. In addition to the evening edition, hear Gunsmoke Saturday daytimes too. In fact, the new daytime show starts after station identification on most of these same stations. Keep tuned. Gangbusters go into action Saturday nights on the CBS Radio Network. <laughs> 